Scaling Up Nation, Trace Blackmore here. And folks, this is the 100th time that I have introduced this show to you. That's right. The Scaling Up H2O is celebrating their 100th episode. It is so hard for me to believe that. I remember my very first episode, and I'm sure I've told this story before. Occasionally, I'll go back and I'll listen to episode one to see how far this show has come, but I needed to get something on the air in order to send it to iTunes. iTunes then approves the podcast, and then you can start sending that to other services. Well, I didn't even have a microphone at that time. I had a Bluetooth headset, and that is what I recorded in. It's not that good, and I know what you're thinking. You're going to go back, and you're going to listen to it. Well, it's my hope that you hear a difference between then and now. I sure think that I have become better at hosting this show, and that's what this show is all about. It's about this show becoming what it is. It's about the show getting better, and we are just going to take this entire episode, and we are going to celebrate the fact that this is the 100th time that I have come to you as the host of Scaling Up H2O. Since that time, so many things have happened. And you're probably thinking, well, what was that time? When did Trace start Scaling Up H2O? Well, it was April 4th, 2017. 4-4-2017, and that double four is actually significant. I want to tell you the story that I was approached by several people, and you're going to hear from those people on today's episode that encouraged me to start a podcast. Well, after that, I decided that I needed to start a podcast, and I recorded episode number one. I was all over the place. I didn't know what the format was going to be. I didn't really have any guests scheduled out, and I definitely didn't have any systems in place. But I had an idea, and the idea was that we as water treaters are isolated. We're isolated from each other, and we're even isolated from other people in our company. The simple fact is the way our job works is we are driving to and from accounts, and then we are servicing in between. So we don't have the luxury of being able to run ideas past each other or even communicate with each other a lot of the time. And then we have the issue where we're in our cars so much. I love to call that windshield time because if I say that, everybody immediately knows what I'm talking about. And maybe we get to catch up on what's coming on on pop radio. Maybe we're able to listen to a book. Maybe we're able to listen to a podcast. Well, at that time, I was not able to find 
a podcast that served the water treatment industry. So I figured, why not take these people's advice and start a podcast for the water treatment community? And that's where that 4-4 comes in. Scaling Up H2O is for the water treatment community. And I've never shared that before, but that's one of the reasons I decided to start it on that double four date, 4-4-2017. And since that time, I have had so many people come up to me and let me know that they don't feel that they are isolated from the water treatment community. They get to hear about what's going on in the community through the podcast. They learn because of the podcast. And it encourages them to step out of the box that they are in day to day and do something different so they can become better. I have to tell you, that is one of my favorite things that I have received since I've started this show. People feel obligated, and I love that they do, to let me know that this show has helped them in some way. I've been getting so many calls or emails for people saying, thanks for helping me get my CWT. Folks, I didn't do a thing for you getting your certified water technologist designation other than maybe giving you a little nudge that this is something you need to do. If you're going to choose to be in the industry that I'm in, the industrial water treatment industry, why not be the best that you can be? And one of the best things that you can do is to prove to everybody but especially yourself, that you are the best by getting the Certified Water Technologist designation. One of my favorite stories that somebody shared with me was a listener, and they said that they were alone when they were doing their day-to-day. And they would run into certain competition, and they just couldn't stand them for the simple fact that they were competition. Well, fast forward to a couple episodes of this show, and they shared with me that they invited this individual, this competition, for a drink. So they met at a bar, they shared a beer or two, and once the awkwardness wore off, they became good friends. And he shared with me that he's no longer alone in this huge water treatment industry. Even though they are competitors, they are able to talk with each other, get ideas from each other, help each other when they're having issues, and just relate to each other because after all, who understands what the heck us industrial water treaters do? So if we can talk to somebody that does the exact same thing that we do, it just makes life better. And I'm so happy when I hear stories like that. I've heard dozens of stories like that. Folks, there's no reason we can't be friends with our fellow water treaters, and that is the Scaling Up Nation. You know, when I talk about the individual that reached out to his competition and now they're good friends, it reminds me of my relationship with Mark Lewis. And I know everybody out there in the Scaling Up Nation has heard me talk about Mark Lewis before. In fact, you've heard him on several shows. Mark has been on episode 31. He's been on episode 34. I interviewed him again on episode 87 when we were out at AWT's technical training. 
Mark and I did not know each other until I got involved in our industry. Mark and I were serving on a particular committee together. Uh, actually, that's not true. We were uh, drafted by Jay Farmery to distribute paperwork before the general session. And Mark and I met there. So Jay Farmery, who was on an earlier episode just recently, he forced us to meet by giving us work to do. So thank you, Jay. Matter of fact, that's how I became on the board, too. Jay gave me work to do, and eventually that led me to become on the board of the Association of Water Technologies. I'm beginning to understand part of his evil plan now. Anyway, I digress. Folks, if you're not taking the opportunity to introduce yourselves out there to fellow water treaters, you are missing a golden opportunity. So I hope that you do use that opportunity. And if you need an icebreaker, use this show. Hey, have you heard about Scaling Up H2O? Hopefully they'll say yes, but you know what? If they say no, that's another listener that we get to add to the Scaling Up Nation. There is just so much that we can gain when we talk with each other and when we help each other become better water treaters. Now, have you ever thought about the name Scaling Up H2O? So if we talk about scaling up our systems, that has a negative connotation to it. We think, oh my gosh, we're scaling up, we're losing efficiency, we might even be losing capacity, so scaling up is bad. That's how we think about it as water treaters. I wanted to change our paradigm when we think about scaling up. Because in business, when you scale up, you get bigger. If you look scaling up, up in a thesaurus, you get words like to go up, to climb, to mount, to grow, to ascend. And that's what I want this podcast to do to the water treatment community. I want that to be the catalyst that helps us all make the water industry better. And I think that we are doing that because I've seen it. I've heard it. Thank you so much for sharing those stories with me. And I do my best when I get them to share them on the air because I am sure they motivate you just as much as they motivate me. Now, of course, we can't do anything without the Scaling Up Nation. And you've heard me talk about the Scaling Up Nation so many times. I lovingly refer to anybody that listens to this show, anybody that contributes to the show, any guest on the show, anybody that does anything in connection with Scaling Up H2O, you are part of the Scaling Up Nation. Now, these numbers that I'm going to share with you are so incredibly humbling to me. I had no idea that this is where we would be a hundred episodes after we recorded the first episode. In fact, I really didn't have any agenda when I started recording Scaling Up H2O. Only the one thing I wanted to do was to somehow give back to the water treatment community that has given me so much. My dad and I are connected because of all the things that he taught me in water treatment. I now get to share with you things that started in the foundation of him giving to me what I know about water treatment through this podcast, and that's a way that I'm able to honor him. That's all because of the water treatment community. 
When I think of all the great friends that I have, when I think about the company that I own, the great people that helped me run that company, that is all because of the industrial water treatment industry. And I wanted to do what I could do to pay back to this great industry. Well, that has paid me back so much. By doing that, by putting this podcast out there, I have heard from so many people, but I am humbled by the numbers of the listeners. We have had over 10,000 people subscribe to Scaling Up H2O. Can you imagine that? What does a football stadium hold? It's like every time Scaling Up H2O comes on, we are in some sort of stadium. That humbles me. That vision of all those people sitting, listening to this podcast, listening to the guests, learning about water treatment, becoming better as water treaters, that's just such a fantastic image in my head. And I'm so incredibly humbled by that. And that stadium reaches over 65 countries. Can you imagine, I am here in my studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's not just Atlanta people that are listening to me. It's not just Georgia people that are listening to me. It's not just United States people that are listening to me. People over 65 countries are tuning in to their favorite podcast player and listening to Scaling Up H2O. We're in Africa. We're in countries like South Africa, Egypt, Niger, Guinea. I don't know anybody over there, but they know Scaling Up H2O. And we're all part of the Scaling Up H2O, Scaling Up Nation. So in a sense, I guess we do know each other. We're in China, Russia, Turkey, Germany, England, France, Australia, Iceland. That is just so incredible. And these aren't little small numbers. These are hundreds of people within those countries that are listening to Scaling Up H2O. So imagine every time you listen to an episode, somebody else is listening to the same thing that you're listening to in another country. And I don't know about you, but that makes me feel like I am part of the community. And even though I'm having a bad day dealing with whatever this issue is, I'm having an issue explaining something to a customer, a valve's not working right, and it's just totally blown my schedule, and I'm not able to get to all the other commitments that are on my calendar, I feel pretty good knowing that I'm not alone in that. There are other people all over the world that are dealing with the same thing that I am. That just makes me feel part of a community. Well, Nation, I could not have done this show on my own. I've had a lot of people help me. I'm going to talk about them in a bit, but I've had so many wonderful guests on this program and several of them were very excited that I made it to episode 100. I make it sound very sinister, right? I didn't think that guy was going to make it to 100. Wow, I lost that bet. No, I don't think that's what they were thinking. I think that they just were very happy that this show is now at 100 episodes. And several of them have called in and left recordings letting us know what they feel about the Scaling Up Nation. 
So one of my very first guests was Charlie Cicchetti. In fact, I want to say he was my very first guest. Now, I don't think that's true. I think Tom Tinney of Lakewood Instruments was my very first guest. And then Charlie Cicchetti was the guest right after that because Charlie was episode four. Charlie was my first in-person interview. And I don't know if I've shared this. I think I have, but if I haven't, I'll share it again. Charlie was the one that originally introduced me to podcast. Charlie and I are in the same business group, and we have been for about eight years now. And I knew Charlie for about three years before that. And Charlie was the one that introduced me to Tim Fulton. You guys know that Tim Fulton is my business coach. He was on episode 22. And Charlie was the one that uh, introduced me into the business group that I am now. So Charlie and I are great friends. We really understand each other's businesses and we understand each other's passions. Charlie is the guy for the lead green building movement. So making buildings more efficient, making them more aware of the resources that they're using and how they can reduce those. Charlie has pioneered that and he is charging the way. He has his own podcast just on that topic called Green Buildings Matter. And I've actually been on his show. I believe I was uh, episode seven on his podcast. And he's been on mine several times. I've interviewed him. So Charlie was the one that said, Trace, you need your own podcast. And I looked at Charlie and I said, well, that, that sounds interesting, Charlie. What the heck is a podcast? And he sort of joked with me a little bit that I didn't know what a podcast was. And he said, go ahead and download the program Stitcher. That's the Android version at the time that would get podcasts. Now there's a bunch of them. Most people are using Google Podcasts now. Uh, but I downloaded Stitcher and he set me up with a couple of his favorite podcasts and I started listening to podcasts. And I just thought that that was wonderful that now I could do something to learn something as I was driving around in Atlanta traffic from account to account. Well, I wasn't really sold that I was going to do a podcast because after all, I just learned what a podcast was. How was I possibly going to learn how to do a podcast? Well, Charlie's persistent and every time I saw him, he brought that up in one way or another. So he was always back there encouraging me to do a podcast. And uh, right now we're going to hear from Charlie. Trace, it's Charlie Cicchetti here. And I just want to say thank you for having me on your podcast, actually twice. Can't believe you're at episode 100. First of all, huge congratulations, 100 episodes. So glad you started the podcast, I guess, about two years ago. Uh, again, I, I've enjoyed being a guest, talking about the green building movement, what your listeners really need to know about. Uh, actually, I had the honor of speaking at a few AWT conferences over the years. Uh, what's the latest with LEAD, the green building movement? How do you pass the LEAD exam? So even some of you listening right now might recognize my voice and, and just hope you're doing well in your green building career. So Trace, again, congratulations on 100. I know you're really serving your industry here because you've got a big heart to share your expertise, to bring in guests, not just within industry, but related to your industry and even those that are just business and encouraging and just pro tips. And so I like the uh, variety of guests you've had. So again, thanks for having me on and best of luck with 101 all the way up to many, many more awesome podcasts. 
Well, Charlie, thank you for being one of my first guests. Thank you for encouraging me to do this show. And thank you for being such a great friend. You have uh, really helped me not only become better at this show, but you've helped me become better at life. And I really appreciate knowing you and all the things that you continue to do in my life. Well, we have some other guests that are joining us today. And back to episode 78, we heard from wastewater expert Kevin Cope. Now, Kevin is one of the lead trainers that the Association of Water Technologies has for wastewater treatment. And as you know, one of my absolute favorite things to do is be involved on the technical training committee for the Association of Water Technologies. And uh, Bruce Ketrick and I serve as, I don't even know what we're called anymore. He's the chair. I don't know what my name is, but I get to serve. And with that, I get to learn so much. I've been doing that for well over 10 years. And every time I go to the technical training or the fundamentals and applications training, or now even the wastewater training, I learn something new. Recently, I was at the Association of Water Technologies Wastewater Training Seminar, and it had been a while since I audited that class. And that's one of my jobs. I listen to all the speakers, making sure that we're covering various points, making sure it has good flow. If there are any tools that I can get the speakers that will help them, I'll put all that together, and that's what my job is that I do. So it's been a while since I hung around the wastewater training, so that's what I did. And I just saw how incredible these trainers are with wastewater. So I went up to Kevin and I asked him if he would mind coming on Scaling Up H2O and just sharing with what wastewater is, because a lot of us do water treatment, but not all of us understand wastewater. And it's hard for us to even fathom what that is if we don't have that context. So that was what I asked him. He so graciously came on. And folks, he painted a picture. So in your mind's eye, you could actually walk through a wastewater facility and do with him what he was describing in your mind's eye. It was incredible. And consequently enough, Kevin Cope is a painter. As a thank you gift for being on the show, imagine he was thanking me for him being a guest on my show. Uh, which again, I was thanking him because he came on and shared such great information, but he painted a picture for me. It's hanging up in my office, Uh, but he just has this ability, whether to paint real pictures or to do them in your mind so you can travel along with him and learn what he's talking about. He is one of the best. So if you haven't listened to that episode, that's episode 78, and here's Kevin Cope. Trace, Kevin Cope. Hey, just wanted to say congratulations on your 100th show. I look forward to hearing 101, 2, 3, and continuing on. Again, I very much appreciate you having me on and honor me by having me on your show. Great time and, um, again, great service to the AWT and the water treatment industry. Again, congratulations and look forward to continuing to listen to some great podcasts. Thanks again. Kevin's episode was a two-part series, and that might have been the very first time I split the episodes up into two parts. 
When I first started this podcast, I had no idea about length and uh, format and all of that stuff. I have learned that along the way, and I've learned that from your criticisms, critiques, and I mean that well, I don't mean that bad. By the way, if you ever get information from somebody, and it could be critical, it could even sound like somebody is being judgmental about you, take a deep breath. Because if somebody is going to spend the time letting you know what has happened to them and how they've experienced something that you are doing, you're never going to get that perspective again. So maybe it does hurt your feelings a little bit. Just deal with it. Take a deep breath. Listen to what they have to say. And now you can use that perspective that you never have the opportunity to get before to make a change if you choose to make that change. Well, there is no doubt about it. You out there in the Scaling Up Nation are not shy about letting me know what you like and what you don't like. And some people say my episodes are too short. Some people say the episodes are too long. So you really can't please everybody. But in an attempt to try to cut down some of my larger episodes, in the past I would just put a two-hour episode on there and I wouldn't think twice about it. Because you know what, folks? You have a pause button. Or when you stop your car, most devices today will stop the podcast and they'll even rewind it about 10 seconds so you can get back to where you are when you get back in your car. It does all that automatically. So I don't feel too terribly bad for you if it takes you three or four drive sessions to get through one of the episodes. But I did hear that complaint a couple of times. So I decided my really long interviews, I was going to chop up so that way you could listen to those at the pace that you requested. So that was one of the changes that I made because of the Scaling Up Nation. But to get back to Kevin, Kevin was just a, a wonderful guy. And uh, the first episode that I split up into two, and if you listen to his episodes, which are 78 and 79, you will learn that he dated Sharon Stone. Well, not exactly, but he went on a double date with Sharon Stone, and who the heck can say that? So that's pretty cool. Kevin, thanks so much for what you're doing for the water treatment community, and thanks for all your help with Scaling Up H2O. Nation, the next person that called in, you have heard her on numerous Scaling Up episodes. She is delightful. She is one of my biggest cheerleaders. Of course, I'm talking about Michelle Farmery. Michelle was episode 12, and as I mentioned, she has been a guest. She's come back. She's interviewed. She's been on the show numerous times, and I think she is responsible for getting more people into the Scaling Up Nation than anybody else out there. So she has just been phenomenal. And Michelle, thank you so much for all that you are doing for the water treatment community. And thank you for all your help with Scaling Up H2O. Hi, Trace and Scaling Up Nation. It's Michelle Farmery, special guest from episode 12 and a handful of others in between now and then. Crazy to remember that far back, though, as it's been 88 episodes. Trace, that is so crazy, but it's unbelievably awesome. I am so incredibly and absolutely undeniably proud of you that you have hit 100 episodes with Scaling Up H2O's podcast. 
I cannot say at all that I'm surprised because this podcast has been one of the best things to have ever happened to this industry. People in our industry spend so much time in their cars and just have so much wasted time, wasted windshield time. So being able to actually sit in our vehicles or sit at our desks or travel on a plane or a train or wherever and and just utilize that time by having something that educates us technically, it's just, it's awesome. Um, So keep up the great work. I keep telling all kinds of people, I never hear anything bad about the show. All I ever hear is, oh my gosh, have you heard Scaling Up? So just keep up the great work. So proud of you, Trace, and can't wait for the next 100. Michelle, I have no doubt we are going to have you back on Scaling Up H2O. And folks, you're going to be seeing a lot of Michelle. Michelle was recently nominated to be on the board of the Association of Water Technologies. For some reason or another, she wasn't actually selected to be on the ballot. But I think she is phenomenal. If you have ever met her in person, she loves the water treatment industry. She wants to do what she can to make sure that that industry is better than when she came into it. I think she is phenomenal. And you watch, we're going to be seeing a lot more of her. Another guest that you're going to hear from is Connor Parrish. Now, Connor Parrish was the reason why I started the podcast when I did. I told you Charlie was the one that put the idea, and he not only put the idea in my head, he smacked me with a hammer every time I talked to him. Well, I went to a meeting in February of 2017 in Annapolis, and Connor Parrish and I, I believe we were having dinner, and he said, you know, we really need a podcast for the water treatment industry. I then shared with him what Charlie was telling me that I needed to start a podcast. His eyes got really big, and he goes, yes, you would be the perfect host for that. I will do whatever I can do to help you with that. You need to do that and you need to do that right now. He was very emphatic about it and I want to say that he called me every couple days to make sure that I was going to do that and it took me about two months or so to actually do it when we had that conversation but he was a huge driving force in me starting scaling up H2O. Now he is episode eight And Connor has a few ideas that you're going to learn about in just a few minutes. Hey, Trace, it's Connor Parrish with FCT Water. Congratulations on hitting your 100th episode. Several years ago, when we discussed the idea of this podcast in Annapolis, I knew you'd be successful, but the scale at which you've hit is truly incredible. A global audience, turning out content, it's just been great, and... On the plus side, and selfishly for me, you've made my windshield time significantly better. So thanks for all that you do. Keep up the good work, and let me know when you want me to come back on and interview you, Tim Ferriss style. I met Connor five or six years ago, I think. Maybe it wasn't quite that long. Maybe it was four. It seems like it's been a long time, and it's been a good time. I met Connor at an Association of Water Technologies training, and he immediately came up to me and started asking me questions. And then he asked, he said, you know, I'm going to have some more questions later. Do you mind if I give you a call? And when I run into certain things in the water treatment industry, I give you a call and you can just help me through it. And I 
said, yeah. In fact, that reminded me so much of myself because I did the same thing with Bruce Ketrick and Jay Farmery. I met them at Association of Water Technologies training, and I just thought those two guys were phenomenal. I still do, and I use very formal terms. I said, hey guys, would you mentor me? I've learned a lot from my dad. I learn a lot from the day-to-day -day that I do. I read a lot, but you guys have not only read about it, you've experienced it, and you have so many stories that you can share, so much advice that I would really love to have access to. They both graciously accepted that. That is too many years ago that I care to tell you, but they have really poured into me and I am a better water treater because of those two gentlemen. That reminded me so much of what Connor was doing that I could not wait to accept his offer. And we talk on a regular basis. In fact, when he got his CWT, I would think his mom would have been the first call that he told that he got a CWT, but he actually called me first. So I've had several people, they will call me and let me know that they got their CWT. And one of those people was Connor, and that was such a cool conversation. And then Connor asked me, because of our relationship, to write a letter of recommendation to him. And I gotta tell you, that was one of the best honors that I had by being a part of him getting certified. So Connor, thanks so much for what you have done for me and what you're doing for the water treatment community and scan up H2O. The final guest that called in to say something about our 100th episode is our number one fan, I would say. James McDonald, of course, is who I'm talking about. And if you guys don't know James McDonald, you need to go back and listen to episode 21. And then he was back on episode 49. James is just an incredible individual. And I can think of nobody else that has given more to the water treatment industry. James is always coming out with another tool another book, another idea, and he gives those freely to the water treatment industry. Well, his book he doesn't. His book is Drop by Drop. You actually have to buy that, but I encourage you to do that, and you can get that by going to an affiliate link on our show notes page. I've got uh, a link that takes you directly to that, but let's hear from James. Hello, Trace. Congratulations on your 100th episode of the Scaling Up H2O podcast. This is James McDonald, your biggest fan. The podcast has filled a hole within the industrial water treatment profession that most did not realize was there. While individual companies and trade organizations provide venues for continuing education, your free podcast has provided a regular IV's worth of solid industrial water topics drop by drop. Your podcast has elevated the industry by not only being the place to be each week when new episodes are released, but by being a knowledge resource with past episodes and supporting information on the website, too. You've also become everyone's best friend as they drive down the road with you in their ears. Our profession can be a lonely profession at times. On the road, you don't get to see the same people every day. We at least have the consistency of hearing your voice, Trace, in the dark each week. Thank you for sharing your passion 
I look forward to the 200th episode as well. Thank you. Well, James, thank you so much. Great words, uh, very humbling words, and I really appreciate you saying them. For all the guests that called in, thank you so much for, for what you said. Thank you for taking the time to call in and letting us know what you think. Uh, James was the individual that I got a lot of information from when I decided to do this episode. I knew I wanted to do a podcast. I was still learning on what I had to do for the podcast, but I didn't know how to reach the water treatment industry. Now, I don't know if everybody out there knows this, but James has a huge following on LinkedIn. He has well over 10,000 followers, if not 20,000. I mean, it's, it's really up there. It might even be 100,000. James, I don't know how many people you have, but I know you have a ton. And you so graciously wrote about this new podcast called Scaling Up H2O that was going to try to serve the water treatment community to get the people that you have earned their trust with within your industrial water treatment page within LinkedIn. I didn't even ask for that. I told you I was going to do that. You volunteered that. You have been such a great supporter throughout this entire endeavor. I want to thank you for everything that you have done, everything that you continue to do. And folks, if you haven't checked out James on LinkedIn, you definitely want to do that. James does some really neat stuff. He's got a detective series, a voiceover series that he does where he brings real-life situation issues that happen in water treaters called Detective H2O. He's got a website for that. If you check out episodes 21 and 49, there are links on the show notes page for that. He's got another website where he shares tips and ideas. He's just an incredible individual. So, James, thanks for what you do with the water treatment industry, and thanks for everything that you're doing on Scaling Up H2O. Well, Nation, you've heard from just five guests. I have had so many talented guests on this show, and they are the reason that I continue to have content outside of what you are doing and letting me know who these next people are and what I should be asking them and what topics you want me to talk about. There are just so many great guests on Scaling Up H2O. I want to thank each and every one of those guests for coming on and teaching us a little bit more. Well, of course, coming up past this episode, uh, Scaling Up's just going to keep getting better. We've got a lot of great guests scheduled. We've got more topics. A lot of these topics have come from you, so I know you're going to enjoy them. And we've been asked by other industries to cover their trade shows and their events. So uh, BOMA, IFMA, ASHRAE, they've all reached out to Scaling Up H2O and said, we love what you're doing with the water treatment community. We would like for you to spread what we are doing with them. And you've heard a couple of episodes this past year and last year where I've covered those. I have more and more of those that are calling me, asking me to attend their shows. So you're going to be able to see what those things are like. Well, not really see, but you're going to be able to hear what those things are like. And maybe these are organizations that you should be involved with. At the very least, I want you to start thinking about that. What do I need to do? What do I need to attend so I can become a better part of the water treatment community? 
I've mentioned this a couple times during this show and many times through other shows, but I am so proud of the individuals out there that decided that they wanted to prove their excellence by getting their certified water technologist designation. I've told you that several people have called me and let me know that they passed their CWTs. That is one of the best phone calls I get. That's one of my favorite emails. That's one of my favorite show notes, voicemails that people send me. So thank you for doing that. And I encourage you, whatever part of the water treatment industry you are in, find out what the top designation is and go after that. If you're gonna be in an industry why not be the best and then prove to others that you've achieved that. So some other things that you can be looking forward to as a member of the Scaling Up Nation is we are going to try to improve our community experience. So many people have signed up to become official members of the Scaling Up Nation. Well, what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to create a bigger sense of community by sending out regular emails with some tips and some tricks. There'll also be exclusive downloads just for scaling up members that you might even learn a little bit more from our guests. You might even learn a little bit more from the questions that you guys are asking me that I'm answering on the air. We're also going to start doing special exclusive episodes that only people of the Scaling Up Nation will be able to listen to. So those things are coming. We're working on those. So by the time we hit 200, you'll definitely see some things like that. Next up, I'm going to answer some of the questions that you out there in the Scaling Up Nation have asked me about the logistics of doing Scaling Up H2O. And the first listener writes in saying, are you getting rich off this podcast? And folks, I got to tell you, I am not broadcasting from our Atlanta, Georgia studio off of Oakland Industrial Court. No, I am broadcasting off of the Scaling Up H2O Yacht. This show has just brought me tremendous wealth, and I have six yachts now because of it. Folks, I wish that was true, but that is not the case. Uh, I do not do this for the money. And in fact, if you must know, uh, the show actually cost me money. And I gladly spend that out of the Blackmore Enterprises marketing budget because I know for a fact that if we become better as water treaters and we raise that bar, the whole community is going to do better. And that means Blackmore Enterprises is going to do better. Plus, all the things that we are learning from these guests, don't think we're not using those at Blackmore Enterprises. We have become better water treaters because of this show just like you have, but it is an expense, and it's an expense that I gladly pay. Another thing I talk about a lot is Audible, and Audible is one of the best resources that I have found as a water treater, driving around day to day and being able to read again. You can't read while you're driving. I've mentioned on the show, I've seen people do it in Atlanta traffic. It is not a good thing to do. Please do not be one of those people. But I truly believe in Audible, and Audible also pays me a commission when I send people to them. So you go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash Audible, 
and they give me a little commission. That helps a little bit. Again, it's not a lot of money, but it does help. And then some people say, hey, I love Audible, but I didn't go through scalinguph2o.com forward slash Audible. I just went straight to Audible and I got it. Well, it's going to be the same price at either spot. But if you go through my link, they actually know that I brought you there and then they send me something to help pay the bills. But by no means nation is this paying for the entire production of Scaling Up H2O. I'm saying this not so you feel sorry for me. I'm saying this so you know the passion that I have and that I really get paid when you guys let me know that this show means something to you, that you've done something better to help raise the bar in the water treatment community. And that might be getting your certification. That might be becoming a better water treater. That might be doing something different that you learn from this show. There might be a better way to do that. I love it when you let me know that stuff. So by all means, please keep things like that coming. Another question that I get on a regular basis is, is this an association of Water Technologies podcast? Well, people tell me I speak a lot about the Association of Water Technology. So is the Association of Water Technologies paying me to do that? What's our relationship with that? And our relationship is I'm a volunteer there. And I was the president in 2011. And I continue and have served on committees for well over 10 years. I have been very fortunate for my relationships that I have with other water treaters because I met them at the Association of Water Technologies. The Association of Water Technologies has not paid me a dime for this podcast. And I do this because I know that joining associations like the AWT will help you become a better water treater. They'll help you expand their community. They will help you know things that might be difficult for you to know. And they're just a great organization. Now, you might be in the water industry and it might not touch what the Association of Water Technologies is. But I promise you there is an association out there that you can join that will help you with those things. So no, this is not an AWT. It's not an Association of Water Technologies podcast. But my job is to help you become better water treaters, to help you be better in the water treatment industry. And I know that that's the mission of the Association of Water Technologies too. So why not help them out as we're helping ourselves out? Now, this question comes up a lot, especially from people that know me. They want to know, how do I possibly have enough time to produce this podcast? And this was something that really involved over the last few years from episode one. When I first started recording, I did all of my editing and I was never taught how to do that. Uh, YouTube, the great YouTube was the resource that I used and I got some software tools and I started learning how to record and edit and finally to produce the shows to put them up on the different podcast players. Well, it took me probably about four hours to every one hour of content. So very early on, Scaling Up H2O became almost like a primary job. And I realized that one, I had to get a lot better at 
figuring out how to edit these shows. And I probably even as good as I could have gotten, I wasn't going to be able to keep up at that pace. So I read a couple of books that showed me some tips and tricks on how to use the software. There's a lot of things that it would do. A lot of the manual settings that I would do, I could set them up as a template and it would automatically do things. So I could cut maybe 12 steps down to five. And that was very helpful. But as the show became more popular, and especially as we started getting more and more guests for Scaling Up H2O, I had to seek a professional editor to help me make sure that my quality was getting better because I just knew so much and I couldn't go past that. So the quality was getting better and I could free up a lot of my time. And I had four different sound editors. Well, I am so fortunate because my last one that I found, I've been with for, I think it's coming up on two years now, but his name is Sean. And Sean just does a tremendous job. I'm able to record. I send it to him. Sean has worked with some very impressive rock and roll band labels. I don't know if I can say those or not on the air, but I'm very humble with the fact that he's worked with them and now he's working with me. And that means he's got some fantastic equipment, things that I would never have access to. And Sean just does tremendous work. He is an audio engineer. He is the finest at his craft. And just think about it. He makes me sound halfway intelligent. He does magic. So Sean really helps me out with that. And he is one of the ways that I am able to continue doing my regular business and also doing what I need to do for this podcast. Now, I've learned some tips where I can do things a little bit easier. I've got several microphones that I travel with. So if there is an opportunity for an interview, I will do the interview right then and there. I used to wait and then I would have to set something up. I take advantage of the time that is right there in front of me. That's helped quite a bit. And I've also, since I travel with a microphone, I don't have to be in the studio in order to do some recordings. You don't even know this, but you have heard my voice when we were inside a cruise ship. We were actually on vacation. I was on a Baltic cruise and I recorded three episodes. My wife and I absolutely love cruising. She is phenomenal at coming up with these fantastic deals. So I don't know how she does it, but we eat more than what the actual cruise charges us. And of course, when we have a sea day, that means when you're going from one port to another, you've got a lot of downtime. And I can only spend so much time at the pool. I am not a pool guy saying you can't scuba dive on the actual boat. That's what I do. I am a scuba diver. So what I would do is I would actually get some work done. And some of the work that I would do would be recording some of these episodes. So I'm trying to take advantage of the time that I have and make sure that I can do it when it's convenient. Another person that you may or may not know about, if you were a guest on this show, you know of her. If you were just a listener, you might not know of her, but I have an assistant that helps me tremendously. Her name is Carla, and Carla pretty much handles everything behind the scenes of Scaling Up H2O. 
She reaches out to the guests, makes sure that they have the right time that they can interview with me. She then sets up the interviews. She sends out all the information between all of that, answers a lot of questions. And then once the show is ready to send to Sean, she does that. I then approve every show. So the shows that I listen to, I make sure that I like them. And that was something I had to learn about too, because in the very beginning, I was going for a perfect show. And I've had several people say to me, Trace, you made a mistake. You misspoke on that. And I misspeak all the time. I don't, I don't ever say wrong information, but maybe I use an incorrect word. There could have been a better word. Or maybe my subject verb tense might be spot on. I had to learn to let some of that stuff go. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten past episode two. So Carla takes care of all the behind the scenes stuff. She takes care of the website. She uploads everything. She is fantastic. Fantastic. So, Sean, Carla, thank you for everything that you do. I would have stopped doing this podcast well before episode 100. And now because of everything that you guys do, because of all the help, I'm sure we're going to reach 200 and beyond. The last question that I'll answer in this series is what's happened to me personally since I started the podcast? Well, the proudest thing that I can think of is I consider myself the tribe leader of the Scaling Up Nation. There were so many people out there that have talked to me, that have reached out one way or another, and they let me know that they now have some friends in the water treatment community because they got together to talk about Scaling Up H2O, or that was the icebreaker that they used. I think that is the coolest result of this podcast. So I appreciate you letting me know about that. When people call and say that they've achieved something and they did it because I inspired them through this podcast. I mentioned the CWTs, but other people have gotten other certifications. One person wrote in to say that they were quitting the water treatment industry and they listened to this podcast and they said, you know what, maybe I am looking at this wrong and I need to start challenging myself because that's really what I'm missing. I'm not challenging myself. They started doing that and two years later, they are still in this industry. That is some of the things that have really touched me that come to mind. One of the things that's also really cool is when I go to an event and people want to meet me. They want to take pictures with me. I've had people ask me for my autograph. Folks, I do not consider myself a celebrity by any stretch of that term. But when people get excited to see me, that means I have touched them in one way or another, and they feel that they need to let me know that that's important to them. So with that, I really enjoy that. I'm humbled by it. I don't always know how to deal with that, but I try to deal with that pretty well. And uh, I'll gladly, you know, shake your hand. Please let me know if you listen to the show. It's one of my favorite things when I go to an event and people say, hey, I love your show. Have you ever thought about doing an episode on this? Or I listened to this episode and I started doing this and it really changed how I do water treatment. Anything like that, that is truly something that I enjoy. And that's one of the, the top things that I can think of that have affected me over the last hundred episodes. When I get stories like that, I know water treatment is getting better. 
I've said it before, I'll say it again, a rising tide lifts all boats. That's what JFK said, and that's been one of the missions of this podcast. There's no reason that we need to keep information that we have locked up inside our heads. We need to share that with each other. Because if we all do things better, if we all learn better ways of doing things, we will become better ourselves and that will make the industry better. So I love stories about that. And I also love how people tell me that they're better water treaters. You know, I just mentioned that, but that's one of my favorite things. You know, I'm, I feel that I'm doing better in this industry and these are the reasons why. Again, I can't believe that this is the 100th episode of Scaling Up H2O. So you, the listeners, have allowed me to come in front of you for 100 times. I hope there's at least 100 times more. But in order for that to happen, here is my usual ask. And folks, we've been doing this 100 times, so I really need to make sure I have material coming. One of my favorite shows that used to be on the Discovery Channel was Dirty Jobs. And Mike Rowe was the host there. And I saw an interview with him and he said after they did four episodes he was out of ideas and he was on for I don't remember how many seasons that show was on but it was all because people that watched the show let him know that they had a dirty job and they would invite him to come and film and do the dirty job with them. So I'm going to be just like Mike Rowe. He's way more successful than I am, and it worked for him. So why shouldn't it work for this podcast? If you have some show ideas, don't keep them to yourself. Let me know what those are, and I will start talking about them on Scaling Up H2O. I still have some items in my list, but folks, it is getting low. So I need you, the Scaling Up Nation, to help me replenish those. What can you help me replenish them with? those are the questions that you might have. I love answering questions on pinks and blues. Uh, you can also let me know what guest I should be interviewing. There's so many industry experts out there, but I don't know all of them. Please let me know who I should be talking to. Let me know what your ideas are for the next 100 shows. I would love to hear those. Let's see if we can build the Scaling Up Nation even more. I am amazed that we have so many people in so many countries listening to Scaling Up H2O. Let's see if we can double that over the next 100 episodes. I'm not going to be able to do that, but you out there in the Scaling Up Nation can help me do that and you will get it done. Make sure you're talking about this podcast. The more people we have listening to it, the more people we're going to have contributing to it, and the easier it's going to be for us to rise the water treatment industry boat. Folks, thank you so much for listening to me for 100 episodes, and I look forward to working with you through the next 100. Have a great week, folks.